Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarelli. This is the update for March 1st, 2021. This episode, Jeremy Lin speaks out against racism and the 2021 NBA All-Star Reserves have been announced. But first, the Minnesota Timberwolves have dismissed head coach Ryan Saunders. His replacement is former Raptors assistant coach Chris Finch. Ryan Saunders was the head coach of the Timberwolves for three seasons roughly. He he never really could turn things around. I think that organization is at the point where, you know, a lot of their key players are probably starting to get disgruntled and, you know, they're at the point where they need to make the playoffs. And Ryan Saunders, you know, he's a really I don't want to say he's a good head coach cuz to be honest, I don't watch a lot of the Timberwolves games, but, you know, he's a really young head coach and he has a lot more life in his career. I think the main reason he probably got hired in the first case is because he was the son of legendary Minnesota head coach Flip Saunders, who, you know, spent 10 years on the team, sadly passed away in the middle of a season five or six years ago. And, you know, you know, Ryan Saunders, I think he needs to take a step back, you know, be an assistant coach for, you know, five, 10 years. And, you know, he can, he can have another run in, in that time, but he's still really young. He's like 34, 35. On the other hand, Chris Finch, I think he's, he's going to do really well with this team. He has a lot of experience in the NBA and global basketball in general. You know, he's a part of the UK men's team at the 2012 Olympics. You know, he's been a head coach of a few G League teams, assistant coach for a bunch of NBA teams. So, you know, this is really his opportunity to shine. The Timberwolves are something like 7-27 and 27 this year. So it's, it's probably past the point of return for them to make the playoffs considering especially how competitive is it, it is this year you know we always say the nba is getting competitive every year but like it feels really like every year the nba gets better and the timberwolves to compete are going to need to get a lot better too so we'll see how uh, chris finch plays out yeah moving on though we have the 2021 nba all-star reserves officially announced with some few replacements as well in the western conference we have chris paul Paul George, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Zion Williamson, and Anthony Davis. In the East, we have James Harden, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. I think this is a pretty solid list, to be honest. I think really the only surprising player I want to say is Nikola Vucevic. His team has been pretty poor this year. There's something like 11th or 12th in the Eastern Conference. You know, Nikola Vucevic has had a really good season, probably his best season ever in the NBA. More points, more rebounds, more assists, all that jazz. I don't know if his team success warrants it enough for him to be in this this all-star game, but, you know, individually as a player, he's having a fantastic season. With that being said, though, we have a few players who are going to miss the all-star game, so we already have replacements announced. Devin Booker will be replacing Anthony Davis in the Western Conference, and DeMontis Sabonis is expected to replace Kevin Durant on the Eastern Conference team. So two, two of probably the biggest snubs to not make it this year, and they're making it. So I don't think there's anybody who's really going to be too upset. But with Kevin Durant missing the game, there is a conversation for, is he still going to be captain? Because I think in my opinion, at least, I think there should be a replacement captain. And that's just because I don't know if there's much incentive for him to like draft a good team or if he's going to even show up at the game, right? Like if he's injured, why would he go to the All-Star City? You know, he's he's putting his 
his season at risk going there um, and he's not even going to play right so it's a bit too bad that you know I think this is the first year we've had a, a captain actually miss the game but I wonder who the captain would be if they were to replace probably Giannis or Joel Embiid um, I know we've had Giannis versus LeBron two years already so people might be a bit upset having it three years in a row but I, I just think it'd be a bit more fun to be honest just than having it you know an injured player who's not even going to play the the game do it you know, with all that being said, though, we do have a few notable exclusions from this all-star reserves list. I think Bam Adebayo is a really big one. I, I'm a bit surprised he didn't make it. I think it might have been a little too little, a little too late for the uh, Miami Heat. They, they only really started to rack up wins in the past couple weeks. And, you know, they're sitting pretty right now. They're like fifth seed or sixth seed in the East. But I think it might have been a bit too late for them, unfortunately. Still a bit surprising Bam Adebayo didn't make it. I think he's having a really fantastic year. Another team in the Eastern Conference not having an all-star who's doing really well is the Raptors. I think it's a bit of the same story for the Raptors. I think for them as well, you have kind of like Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, who kind of are all like the number one guy on the team. Like there's no clear cut number one guy on the team. So that hurts that hurts the Raptors a lot and again I think they just started to get good too late you know if they were racking up wins when all-star voting first started I think probably Fred Van Vliet would have made it but looking at the list of guys in the east like it's hard to make an argument for him to replace anyone so you know that's just him I, you know he's really on that verge of making it but I don't think it's a big deal he missed out two other guys we have in the Western Conference are Mike Conley and DeMar DeRozan I think Mike Conley is just one of those guys who's always been good one of those guys probably one of the best if not the best player to never make an all-star game and you know Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert made it it's always really hard to get that third all-star too bad because I think he's really turned it around he was really bad last year like he was just not playing good basketball and this year he's completely turned it around on this Utah team you know I think he's he's got accustomed to the system and, and got accustomed to the culture of the organization and you know he's he's really done well so it's a bit unfortunate he didn't make it and then DeMar DeRozan is a really weird exclusion as well I think he's one of those guys who always is just so underrated like I'm not sure why I mean Maybe this is just me, you know, the Raptors fan and me and him spending, you know, a decade on the Raptors. But the Spurs are like 17 and 12. You know, statistically, you could make an argument for him. But his reputation in the league just does not allow him to make all-star games. And, he, and he's on the Spurs, too, which is kind of that kind of like humble, just put your head down and play basketball organization. So I'm not sure if they're really petitioning too hard to get him in, but that's just a bit surprising to me. I, th I, th I thought he really deserved to make it in. There's probably a bunch of other guys who deserve to make it, but unfortunately we only have 12 guys in the All-Star game. Lastly, we just want to recognize Jeremy Lin's quotes he posted on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, a few social media apps, just about his experiences with racism growing up as an Asian American basketball player and it kind of um, increasing throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'll read these out for you quickly. The first quote is from Lynn, something is changing in this generation of Asian Americans. We are tired of being told that we don't experience racism. I want better for the next generation of Asian American athletes than to have to work so hard just to be deceptively athletic. His next quote is, 
I've always said that in the long run, it can't only be Asians caring about Asian issues or African Americans caring about African American issues. We as minorities also have to collaborate, unify, and use our voices and stand up for each other. You know, I don't really know if there's there's much I can add on this. You know, Jeremy Lin has posted quite a lot of his experiences growing up. You know, he, he, he talks about his experience, racism in the Ivy League in high school, you know, more recently, you know, like just slurs, like people calling him coronavirus or whatever at, at a G League game. So I'm not sure if there's really much I can add to this this whole conversation, just that, you know, it's important that we recognize that minorities go through these issues and just to support them, I suppose. So listen to what they have to say, their their feedback and their stories and help in any way we can. I'm sorry we're kind of ending the episode on a, a somber note, but um, yeah, it's a somber issue, so I'm not sure there's much I can add there. But that being said, that is all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. Look forward to our next episode on Monday, March 8th. Thanks for listening.